Now what? Now what? Now what? Now what? Now what? recording we are recording mm. and you know what I, I love the sun is out today mm-hmm. and no rain I know you guys have been getting quite a bit of rain have you we have been just it's been a wash see now we are used to it up in the Pacific Northwest I cannot even but we are actually getting some really beautiful, sunshiny days. It, it's a beautiful day today. Sunshiny day. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, Stevie Nicks is coming to concert. Oh, really? Yes. And, you know, I'm a huge fan of music. You know that. I talk about music with you. I usually don't talk about it on the show, but uh, about four or five months ago, I said to my husband, you know, um, if Fleetwood Mac, Stevie Nicks comes to town, this is a, we must go. Right. Uh, it's like Elton John, you you know, it's like, there are these iconic musicians that they're going to be done. You know, Tom Petty, I saw his last show. I, three days before he passed, I was there in the audience. Right. And I think, you know, Stevie Nicks, guess who's going you are yes <laughs> i cannot wait it's in march it's it's some ways away but i am already i got this i got the music going and i'm feeling in love that was something that during the pandemic i really missed was because i love going and seeing a live show mm-hmm. i mean if if one of my favorite bands comes to town i'm going to that show so i had been to one concert last year but Coldplay is one of my favorite bands. They are actually coming to Vancouver. Now, the interesting part is we actually got tickets to go see them in Seattle Mm. because here they sold out both of their shows, but Mm -hmm. the tickets are crazy. Mm -hmm. Like to sit in the upper, upper, upper nosebleeds is about Mm -hmm. 400 bucks. Jesus. But we can go to Seattle for Mm. 75. No. Yes. Which we were like, that's interesting. So, but they are such a good band and we got tickets today and I'm super pumped. I'm going to be dancing. Yeah. Music is so good for the soul. It is so good for the soul. Yeah. Have you been dancing lately? Mm, A little bit yesterday, actually. It was a birthday party here in the house. So we did a little dancing. Excellent. And roller skating. Oh, I want your life. (laughs) I want... Tamar Medford's life. I'm hanging out with her. And I'm hanging out with Lane Kennedy. And you're hanging out with us. This is the Now What Society. Thanks for being here, hanging out. Uh, Today, we're talking about overcoming shame and guilt Mm -hmm. in our continued series uh, about, you know, being alcohol-free or being sober. What does it mean to live in long-term recovery? Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's so crazy. And in this one, it's really like how to let go of negative emotions and move on. Because I remember in my past life, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. I could hold on to stuff. <laughs> right. I, I'm just thinking about, you know, 
being in long-term recovery, what that means, Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of things that, mm, how do I want to say this without sounding like an asshole? (laughs) Um, you know, life changes in recovery, Mm -hmm. right? Like I've lived without drinking or drugging or eating Snickers bars in 26 years. Right. So my life has changed and evolved and evolved and evolved. And there has been a lot of like negative shit that's happened. Mm -hmm. Let's just say that. Yeah. There's been a lot of ups and downs. Mistakes. Mistakes have been made to Mar. (laughs) (laughs) I hear you on that one. Right. (laughs) And it's like, I wasn't drinking for it. I know. It's like, it gets real, real. (laughs) So I'm excited about this conversation. Let's dig into it. (laughs) Jesus. I know it does get real. And Mm -hmm. sometimes it's like, and for me, which I'm sure a lot of people can relate to, I will often turn to other things like food, Mm. right? The chicken strips, for instance, was one of those things. Um, so I, I always need to work on letting go of that, those negative emotions, mm-hmm. because if I don't, then my, my, you know, what I've practiced for 22 years was soothing, numbing. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to do that anymore. I want to actually feel all the feelings, even if they're a little bit, uh, wild, let's say. Wild. Wild. Well, I was trying to think of the right word. I didn't <laughs> want to offend. So I know it's so hard. I know we're offending. I'm usually offending somebody every episode for sure. For sure. I apologize in advance. Uh, So overcoming shame and guilt, how to let go of negative emotions, how to let go of negative emotions. You know, we live in a time. Well, I live in the States. It's been pretty negative. Mm -hmm. It's been pretty rough. And I know that a lot of people were let go of jobs recently it's hard. Mm -hmm. And when you're in that, like, oh my God, life is just falling down around me. It gets bleak. Yeah. Uh, so what do you do tomorrow? I focus on gratitude and appreciation. I know, you know, people say it all the time, but I actually do this thing with two friends of mine where every day, we leave each other a three minute voice memo. We do this back. It's reciprocated. So I get to hear them and they get to hear my voice. Three and it seems like a long time. You know what? It goes by super fast because yeah. you're doing a, a quick conversation. Right. And usually I do it when I'm on the bike. So I'm, I'm multitasking, but right. even when things are falling apart around me, this is a habit that I've gotten myself into that, you know, I could say, Hey, you know what? Um, this has happened to me. So I'll be honest. Like, I'm not going to sit and sugarcoat things and everything's, you know, I'm grateful for this, this, this I'll say this has happened, but as a result, I learned this and that is what I appreciate. So by getting into that regular practice of actually having a conversation with someone and then hearing theirs back, Mm -hmm. I've been able to look at the positive, even in situations or circumstances where I just feel like, oh, why does this keep happening to me? Like, I really want to throw in the towel, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? It teaches me how to look for the lessons in things or what I need to learn or come out of this. And most of the time it is, I appreciate that I have a roof over my head, right. that my needs are being met, right? I have food on my yeah. table and yeah. it could be a lot worse. Yeah. And the science on gratitude is so, I mean, 
it, it just keeps growing and growing and growing. We have a whole, well, I have a whole um, kind of, I have a show on gratitude over in the Connected Calm Life. You can find that in the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, gratitude's powerful. Mm-hmm. It can definitely shift your thinking and the way that you perceive the world. Yeah. I like that a lot. Three minutes still seems like a long time. <laughs> it goes by, it goes really fast. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I can suffer from is that shame spiral. I'm just like, oh, why, 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 why? That was one of the things that I struggled with in my earlier recovery. And I would have to go to somebody like I would have to go to them and say, I am in this spiral right now. Like help me get out of it. And typically what that looked like was just saying I'm in it. I could feel it. Cause for me, it like made my stomach sick. I would have a physical reaction mm-hmm. to it. And as soon as I started to talk about it, then there would be some shift or some movement. And then I would not be in that shame. Like, Oh, woe is me. What was me? I was like, like, I, I can remember so vividly, like I was late. I, you know, I would like, that used to be a really big thing for me in my early recovery. I was late. I was late. Uh-huh. I was late for everything. And that would just be, I'm a late person. I'm late. I'm a loser. Yeah. God, that was horrible. But talking yeah. to somebody really helped me. Absolutely. Admitting it. Yeah. And this kind of reminds me of, you know, 12 steps, love them or hate them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, owning your part in things. Mm-hmm. That was an eye opening experience is being able to look at something or someone or, you know, some place where you, you know, you feel guilty over something that you did or, you know, a good example actually is with my dad, right? He was, he would always used to tell me how irresponsible I was and all true, very true. (laughs) And so I remember when I had to actually look at my part in our relationship, because I was like, I felt guilty for things and Mm -hmm. I would avoid, but when I actually looked at, okay, I am irresponsible, right? Yeah. I've been yep. drinking for 22 years now and, you mm-hmm. know, slowly destroying my life. How do I expect someone else to respond that is not in that same situation and watching his daughter slowly mm-hmm. kill herself? Mm-hmm. So to be able to start to look at, okay, I played a role in this situation for why he responded the way he did, because he didn't know how any other way mm-hmm. that was eye-opening because then I could take that into every other situation. Mm-hmm. It's like, how did I get the ball rolling in this? Yep. That allowed me to get rid of those negative feelings. Cause then it was all of a sudden like, okay, I got to take a little bit of responsibility here. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so that helped a lot. Yeah. Moving forward. So there's the letting go mm-hmm. and then there's the moving forward. Mm-hmm. So maybe we should talk about moving forward. Let's talk about it. Because I think there's like, um, I'm trying to draw a conclusion or like a dot on my time zone on how I would move forward with something. Like when I moved back to Los Angeles after being uh, 
in another country. I landed back there and I didn't know what to do with myself. I was like riddled with shame and guilt, um, guilt that I had left this community and, oh my God, now I'm here and I don't really belong here anymore. And how do I deal with this? Uh, how do I move forward? Like it was real. I was, I think I was six years into my sobriety. Mm-hmm. And again, I told the truth. I don't, it, and it was uncomfortable, really uncomfortable to tell the truth. And I told the truth to about five different people. And those five different people, we started creating a plan so I could move forward. And of myself, I couldn't see any path in front of me. Mm-hmm. Because I was so caught in this like spiral of what am I doing with my life? I'm worthless. I'm a piece of shit. I can't believe I just left my life and now I'm here. Right. And again, it's all that negative, the little voices. And so I told these five people and we literally just started, like we were drinking coffee and smoking cigarettes, drinking coffee, smoking cigarettes. And we came up with a plan for me. Mm-hmm. And that plan was to drive across the country and kind of set up house somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But without them and without a plan, there's no way I could have moved forward. Mm-hmm. I, I just no way. It was so dark. Yeah. Like I was rubbing pennies together to get cigarettes. <laughs> Believe it or not, Tamar. <laughs> I can't say that I haven't been there because I have, <laughs> but I think there's something really valuable about, again, I just am a huge person, fan of community and connecting with a certain group. And I, mine is five, mm-hmm. five, five yeah. women. I had men and women at that time mm-hmm. that helped me create the plan so I could move forward. Mm-hmm. I like that. Forward? Yeah. How do you move forward? What's one thing? Discovering my purpose. And we talked about this a couple episodes ago. I feel like before I realized I was capable of more than I thought, I always lived in the past, right? I would always, anytime something happened, I would look back and blame my past or the things I'd done. You know, I'd get in my little pity. Actually, it was pretty big pity pot for a while there. And but I always had a hard time looking forward because I just, I, I, it's almost like it was the ball and chain, right? On the back of my leg, just like, look back, look at what you went through. And I had to kind of break free from that dwelling and start to focus on, okay, what do I want? Like, what, just what if I was able to create a life that I want for myself because I was able to put down the alcohol, which I thought that in itself was a miracle. And I've been able to keep it that way for almost 11 years. But what if I could actually overcome other things and I could start to live a life that I was fulfilled and I was happy. And so I started asking people, like you said, reaching out, surrounding myself with not only people who had what they wanted, but people who have what they wanted, they themselves, right? So I started asking them questions. How did you find your purpose, right? What makes you so happy? 
And most of those people had said, well, I wake up every morning and I do what I love to do, right? I help other people. And this goes back to service as well, which is huge in the world of recovery. But when you're focusing on other people and not always on yourself, like I wake up every day and I'm like, I'm going to do this again. And there's some days that are trudging through the muck. I'll tell Mm -hmm. you that. Mm -hmm. I think we need the muck, right? We need the muck. We do. Yeah. So we can have that like, oh, I can do hard things. Yeah. Quote Glennon Doyle. (laughs) I was going to say, I feel like I've been in the muck and then all of a sudden I stepped onto an ice rink. Oh, nice. (laughs) But again, because I've always kept in my mind what I want in the future. You know, I picture myself wearing shorts and flip flops all year round. I'm actually wearing shorts right now as we're recording this. Of course you are right? Because that's how I roll, right? But looking forward instead of always looking backwards. Mm -hmm. That's such, it's huge mind shift Mm -hmm. when you're able to do that. Totally. I think working with somebody, a professional, a coach, a therapist, a doctor, right? To really start uh, moving your thinking in a new way is, will help you. Yeah. Right. Because alcoholism is a mental illness and it is, uh, it terrorizes people. I mean, it terrorized me, that's for sure. And it can still terrorize me if I'm not, or if I don't practice, right. My prayer, my meditation, uh, my mindfulness, if I'm not in the practice of my life, I am terrorized by alcoholism. And so I think working with professional can be really helpful to get you out of those negative emotions. Sometimes I think sometimes people need to get prescribed medication. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Not that you need my permission, but a lot of uh, people who prescribe to 12 steps are like, nah, 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 nah. and you know, like, I think we live in a different time now where y- you can investigate well, maybe I need to go on something for a moment just to get that, you know, change that brain chemistry, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's okay. So you can talk to a doctor again, a nutritionist, a coach, uh, Tamar, uh, <laughs> that's right. Join the community, uh, and, and hang out with us. So you can start lifting that negativity because mm-hmm. it, it's, it can be a constant sometimes. Yeah. And I know how that feels. Yeah, I do too. It's taken. Mm -hmm. And those voices still come back from time to time. Mm -hmm. But I think I've made enough progress over my life now, over my, I would say, the last 10 years, that has made me realize, hey, I can do this. Mm -hmm. You know, nothing's impossible. It might be hard sometimes, but it's not impossible. Nothing. Don't, don't, don't. I'm possible. Do we have anything else? Our field trip. Oh my God, the field trip. Yep. Come join us. What are you going to do on the field trip? I know you're going to be doing purpose and vision. Purpose and vision. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be doing a cooking class for your DNA. That's going to be so awesome. Yeah. Maybe I'll do breath work too. I think so. Aren't we going to do a little meditation on the beach? Oh, for sure. I mean, and it's going to be an amazing group of women. Yes, that I cannot wait for. Yeah. Come join us. 
It's on the website. Yeah, I hope that I hope you'll join us. You can find out more over at the now what society.com forward slash field trips. There's or no, no the S on the end. No S on the end. Field thing. trip. Field trip. Trip. <laughs> field trip. Uh, Tamar, lovely conversation today. Thanks for hanging out with me. Yeah, it's been fun, Lane. We'll see you next time. <laughs>